Hi guys, this is Chef Lynn, your special foodie correspondent for the Left of Straight show. Welcome. Today, we're in my kitchen. With the holidays upon us, I thought I would share some baking tips with you. These are just a few things you can do to save time and ensure a successful, hopefully lower stress holiday. First, I want to talk about pies. For single crust pies like pumpkin, sweet potato, pecan, and Dutch apple, most recipes have you mix your filling, put it in the chilled crust, and bake it all together. Now, while this does work, you're not gonna get that beautiful brown crisp bottom crust. To change that, let's par-bake the crust. And this is only something I've been doing for a couple of years now. Let me show you how. So first I have my pie crust ready. I'm gonna take a fork and dock it. So I'm just gonna poke small holes all over the bottom of the pie crust. This is going to help let some of that air release as it's baking so you don't get bubbles underneath. We're going to make sure to get this really well all around the bottom and then we're going to go up and do it along the sides as well. Again, we don't want air pockets in there because it's going to cause cracks in our crust and you know we won't have enough space for all of our filling if there are too big of bubbles in there. So really make sure to get everything docked nice and well. And um, if your crust is too cold, you're going to cause big cracks in it when you do this. So it needs to be chilled, but you don't want it like directly out of the freezer. So make sure that it's nice and uh, chilled, but room, room-ish temperature. Next, we're going to take a piece of parchment paper and we're just going to crumple that up into a ball as if we were about to throw it away. Now, I wouldn't recommend using wax paper here. Some of the wax may kind of come off onto your pie crust. If that's all you have, you can do it, but um, I would definitely recommend parchment. Crumple it up and then we're gonna, that's gonna help us fit it into the bottom of our crust really well. And we're gonna just make sure that that fills up the crust. Now, I'm gonna use dry foods as my quote, pie weights. You can buy pie weights, but why not just run to the store and grab a cheap, you know, dollar bag of uh, dried beans and use those. You do want to make sure that you have enough to completely fill your crust though, because you want to make sure that the, the sides are supported as well as the weight being in the bottom to help keep that from slipping down the sides of your pan as well as from puffing up. Pack those in nice and tight and then we're going to go into the oven prepared at about 425 degrees. We're going to go for about 10 minutes on this round. Now, you're going to carefully remove your parchment paper and your beans and you're gonna or your pie weights whichever you're using and you're gonna set those aside let them cool and while that is uh, cooling then you're gonna take a little bit of the beaten egg and brush the inside of the pie crust now this is gonna create a barrier to help keep the pie crust from getting soggy as well as help that get brown on the inside because <clears throat> we're gonna put this back in the oven again for another seven to ten minutes um, and that's gonna excuse me that's gonna set that egg and it's gonna get it a nice golden when you're doing that be sure that you don't uh, get any of that egg dripping down between the crust and the pie plate so you want to brush the top of the crust but if that uh, egg wash drips down and gets underneath the pie plate in uh, between the pie crust it's going to stick and um, you know, you don't want that to happen, obviously. So, again, 
nice and good coating on that uh, with the egg wash and then we're going to go back into the oven same temperature 425 for again another 7 to 10 minutes okay now if you're watching you can see i pulled this out it's nicely golden around the top crust and and the, you can see that the inside has a little bit of a sheen to it where the egg has set and uh, and gotten also a little bit of brown to it so we're ready now to uh set this up to go in with our filling. I'm going to take um, a piece of tin foil. You can buy uh, what's called a pie shield. Um, they have them on Amazon, um, probably in a you know, baking supply store if there's one close to you. But I'm just going to take some tin foil and cut around out of the center. I folded the tin foil in half and then I'm going to uh, kind of use my pie to measure it and cut it around out of the center. And then I can take that and mold it around the top crust. This is going to prevent that top crust from getting too too much more brown or even burning while I'm while I'm baking it with the filling in it. And here you can see I've got my pie done and it's beautifully golden all around. It looks delicious. Either way, always be sure to chill your crust thoroughly to prevent shrinking away from the pan. If you ever have issues with your crust sticking to your pan, you can use a round of parchment in the bottom or Use a spray like Baker's Joy to help prevent it from sticking. Cracks in your pumpkin or sweet potato pie can be caused by overbaking or chilling them in the fridge. It's always best to take them out of the oven when the outer two inches is slightly puffed and the center still has a little jiggle to it. Then allow them to cool completely on a wire rack before refrigerating. But if your if your pie cracks, it's still going to be delicious. You can always just load it up with whipped cream to cover the crack. For fruit pies, if you're getting too much liquid and the pie is soggy, try cooking your filling first. This will greatly reduce the moisture, giving you a thick filling. Just allow it to cool completely before filling the pie. If you prefer to use uncooked apples in the pie, there are a couple of ways to avoid a soggy pie. The first thing you can do do not mix your apples and spices until the crust is ready to fill, and then get it into the oven right away. Second thing you can do, mix your apples with about a quarter of a cup of sugar, allow them to weep out some of that liquid. Strain it, and then reduce that liquid by at least half or even two thirds, and then add it back with your apples and the spices before you put it in the crust. Finally, you can brush the inside of your pie crust with some beaten egg before you fill it. This will create a barrier that'll help keep the crust from getting soft. Now let's talk about the bowls. If you've ever run into issues with your sugar cookies spreading because of their shape and definition, the most important thing is to chill them well before baking and that will prevent the spread. After you cut them out, place them on the baking sheet, pop them into the freezer for 10 to 15 minutes. Now as an extra added insurance policy, you can also add a couple of tablespoons of cornstarch to the dough. This isn't going to change the texture or the flavor of the cookie, but it will help keep those edges nice and straight and that definition perfect for decorating. Okay, this may be a no-brainer, but you can do a lot of your baking or baking prep in the time. Make your pies a day or two before your dinner. If you want to warm up your apple pie, just place it in your oven after you finish your turkey roast. Turn the oven off, put the pie in, the residual heat will warm the pie through. If you're worried about it burning, just cover it with some foil first. 
You can also easily make cookie dough at any time. Then you can cut it or portion it and freeze it. You can bake them right from the, from the freezer by just adding a couple minutes to the bake time, or you can allow them to thaw in the fridge overnight and bake the next one. I hope these tips have been helpful. You can find us always on social media everywhere at Sheffield Weaver. My website is shefflynweaver.com. And please look for my YouTube channel, Getting Saucy with Chef Lynn, coming soon. Thank you so much for joining me. Happy news.